Welcome to Edge of the Rabbit Hole on our July 3rd, 2017 episode, How Moon Phases Affect Paranormal Activity. Well, let's go ahead and um, get into our okay. subject tonight, which is uh, moon phases and the paranormal. I actually have a, uh, we'll do this. Um, here's the moon phases. Nice little chart of all the different moon phases. I believe we are in the uh, waxing gibbous right now, so we're encroaching on a full moon. Um, well, I, you know, Vanessa, there's a, a lot of theories and kind of like from our experiences um i think that we've had we, we like to say you know, we've had our fair share of um more active investigations and more active paranormal activity you know with something like a full moon um you know and i'll, I'll kind of you know throw this at you a little bit because we were kind of talking beforehand you're a little bit more educated on it um and i actually have <clears throat> you know a uh, argument from somebody else against it. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, but go ahead. Um, chime in. So, moon power. Moon power. That's in Donald uh, Gordon saying, yes, full moon power. And, and Shauna's, uh make sure we know full moon is coming up on the July 9th. Hey, it's my sister's birthday. So. Yay! Yeah. Um, okay, so this is just my viewpoint on it. Uh, I am by no means claiming to be an expert. Um, but it isn't that I necessarily think that there is more paranormal activity during a full moon. What I do believe, however, is that we are more susceptible to paranormal activity when it's a full moon. Um, it's just it. We've all, you know, heard the you know the stories from cops that must be a full moon out there. Or, you know, I'm in the medical profession. I can always tell you when it's going to be a full moon because, damn. Okay. Well, yeah. and um, like and like I was saying before the show, you know, with this, I kind of always defer to my mother on it. She was, you know, you worked in the school system for 30 years, and she could always tell when it was going to be a full moon uh, coming up because the kids would start going crazy, you know. And it is where we get the, the word lunatic from. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And I mean, and it's true. And you and I discussed it that, you know, we, you know, the moon controls the tides, tides of water, we're mostly water, right. it just makes sense. It really does just make sense. Um, that having been said, spirits are water. So I, I I think that that might negate a little bit of the idea that, that it increases paranormal activity. Um, but I do believe that it makes us more open, that it might control our reactions, that it might open up our third eye. It might, you know, change the, the frequency of our aura. There are so many different variables that... I think that it's something that, that needs to be looked further into. Um, I, uh, I, I was looking back on the calendar when you and I were talking before the show started and noted the fact that the last time I was in Virginia was right around full moon right. and shit went down. You know, uh, so it, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me. Um, then you and I also discussed you know any practicing pagans or Wiccans out there. We rely heavily. On the moon and its cycles, you know, when it uh, comes to divination, uh, spellcrafting, anything that has to do with our particular path in life. So, if we use those practices while we're paranormal investigating, then it is definitely going to be affected by what phase of the moon we're in. Are we waxing? Are we full? Are we waning? Are we new? Right. Oh, and, um, and you know, what our purpose is and what we're trying to get. Yeah. I guess when, you know, it, it comes to, you know, the physical aspect, the biological aspect, you know, okay, we're, we're mostly water and, um, you know, spirits, of course, do not have that anymore, but it's, you know, the, the moon's effect on water, not necessarily that, you know, we're made of water or the water out there, it's, it has to do with, with gravity. And so, you know, does gravity, you know, still play into the spiritual realm at all? You know, um, you know, you watch, and I, I know, and I know, it's, I know it's fictional. You you watch the movie, um, oh shoot, um, now now the name is escaping me. Damn it, um, <laughs> um, shoot, why can't I think of it right now? The um, the one Matt, Matthew McConaughey where they were out in uh, space and they went into all the different dimensions and all that stuff. 
Oh, when he was he was in it with um, oh hell, she was she was at Silence of the Lambs. Jodie Foster. No, Jodie Foster wasn't in that. It was Anne Hathaway. Um, in any case, yeah. In any case, you know that whole the whole premise of the movie is um, gravity crossing dimensions and being able to um, affect um, matter, you know, across dimensions. So you know in I, I do believe in some of these interdimensional theories. So, if gravity can affect interdimensionally, then it may be able to affect the spirits as well, not just us, but so maybe uh, both of us. Well, I mean, that, that's actually it's a really good point, and it makes you wonder. Um, Interstellar, yes. Okay. <laughs> thank, thank you, Adam. <laughs> Adam Tiller in the house. Um, and, and, I, and I know he knows too because he and I both own the soundtrack to that movie. <laughs> but what, I'm just, I, I swear Matthew McConaughey was in more Jodie Foster too. Oh, he probably that, was. That, yeah. Um, but it makes you wonder does it make communication for spirits easier? You know, does it um, make it to where they can, does it give them extra power, make them able to move objects? Does it, you know, allow for. Um, a better uh, physical presence, you know. It make it makes it does make you wonder. It's something that we can't possibly have the answers to. But I would be very interested to know, and those in our chat who do, uh, you know, investigate on a regular basis, have they found this plays a part in it? I mean, I, it, it does in all other aspects. I mean, you'll find it in the Farmer's Almanac when they're talking about planting your fields and everything else. So it oh, just yeah, and I'm a. I'm a big advocate for the Farmer's Almanac because that's, I mean, a lot of things in this world work cyclically. And so the Farmer's Almanac, I mean, for hundreds of years they've been keeping track of when these things happen. It's, it's all a pattern. It's all a pattern. Um, so don't get me started on global warming <laughs> because it's all a pattern. Um, and so that's why the Farmer's Almanac is so accurate because, you know, they've been keeping track da -da 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 for so long. And so in the moon cycles and all that, uh, are within there too. So I, I, I got one for uh, Shauna and my mother for Christmas. <laughs> did you really? I did. That's so a you gift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that really is. That is so a you gift. That That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm, I'm looking on the chat here and seeing, uh, you know, if anybody has any ideas, you know, if they, oh, some, someone's having trouble buffering, but um, like I said, uh, that's that's been my that's been my experience. Is that Shana went to go get some chocolate? Hey hey, you better be sending some chocolate this way. Hey, hey, went to get chocolate. Our chat shenanigans stepped out to get chocolate. Hmm. No, no, see that ain't even right. No, no, there's something wrong there. I'm gonna have to go get some after the show. Um, yeah, that that's a show file. That's a show file right there. A little bit, a little bit. But no, it's it's been my um my experience that because I go in into situations the way that I am the way that I do, you know, with my particular belief system that it it can play a part, you know. Um, it it wasn't so much um, in England because I was coming home on the full moon, but when I was in Virginia, it was was quite extensive um, um, activity, and it I definitely opened me up. You know, and I, I would say the same for Gwen because she's a practicing wicked herself. So, I mean, it's, I would love to know if anyone else has noticed those same um, situations with, with their investigations. Yeah, um, you know, we'd really like to get an idea of, you know, patterns and what other people's experiences are. I know Shauna was saying that, um, you know, they had a really uh, crazy investigation. It was a Friday the 13th on the blood moon. It was a full blood moon. So, uh, yeah, so that's pretty crazy there. Now, I, I would say the Blood Moon would, would play more into that than Friday the 13th, because Friday the 13th was just when, um, if you go back into history, um, as really just when the uh, Knights Templars were all assassinated, so it became a, a very, you know, bad day um, because of that. So, um, Bit of trivia for you, totally off the subject, but one of the days that they were, that they were killed, that they were burned um, was on December Friday the 13th. 
Well, yeah, that's, the, that's the thing. It, it, the it all happened on Friday the 13th. Born. Yeah, it all happened on Friday the 13th. My son was born on December, Friday the 13th. And our family on my dad's side, were, uh, they were part of the Knights Templar that actually um, opened up one of the first uh, non-denominational churches in oh, Scotland. Wow. Okay. that crazy? That's pretty well. <laughs> oh, she said it wasn't a blood moon, it was a super moon. I'm sorry, I thought you told me blood moon earlier in our chat that we had earlier. Sorry. Well, even better, even better. I think they're related. So I think they're related. Yeah. I was asking you, I mean, it's a very simple question, one that people don't think of, but I asked you, you know, if you were going to go out and investigate, and you had basically two choices, go out new moon, go out full moon, which one are you going to pick? Full moon, of course. Thank you. Of course. It's just, it's kind of logical. So yeah. that said, that said, let's bring in the opposing argument. Oh, I so, want to hear this. And this is this is from I, I got this off of somebody's article, but they're quoting uh, Rosemary Ellen Guiley, which you know I, you know she's got she's written over like fifty books. She's very well respected in the field. I've met her. She's a very nice woman. But this is this is her quote. Um, says, the full moon actually produces geophysical effects that may indeed dampen paranormal activity. The Earth expands one-sixteenth of an inch during the full moon's gravitational pull. The expansion is caused by the movement of magma chambers below the Earth's surface. These movements affect the Earth's magnetic fields. Many paranormal hotspots are in the areas of negative mag magnetic anomalies. Thus, an increase in magnetic fields is likely to have an adverse impact on paranormal activity. So... I get where she's trying to draw that kind of logic by saying, okay, you know, these magnetic fields are changing, and so therefore it should have a, a different effect on paranormal activity. But that same magnetic field, right, um, if it's going to affect things so greatly that way, I would think that they would also affect the water and the tides the same way because it's all it's all related i mean that's what that's what's happening to earth that's why the the tides end up changing like that and so i would think if you're going to say the change of magnetic fields is going to cancel all this stuff out it would also cancel out what's going on with the water with the tides well and, and i that's, mean that's i hate why to it's state happening. the obvious <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to <laughs> i hate to state the obvious but i but like i said i'm going to okay to assume that the full moon changes the, the well to know that the full moon changes the magnetic fields, therefore may cancel out paranormal activity. Is to assume that you know what frequency paranormal activity actually occurs on, and if you know what frequency it occurs on, then you have proven paranormal activity, which is a scientific thing. Then. Science, scientists will go out of their way to disprove paranormal activity. So if you're going to use a scientific reason to cancels it out, then you in fact have to acknowledge that it exists. So is that not a contradiction in terms? You would think so. <laughs> you would think that kind <laughs> of contradicts. I mean, yeah. I mean, to me, the, the logic that, you know, she's presenting with the with magnetic fields um, contradicts what actually happens with the Earth's pole with the water, among other things on, on the planet. You know, it is, it is um, you know, related to gravity, which affects many things on the planet, um, including us. So um, I would think that if you're going to use the argument of the magnetic fields, cancels that out, it's going to cancel out these, you know, what's happening to us and the water and all that, too. So, yeah, I'm I mean, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not a scientist, but you know. Ditto. I'm not a scientist at all, but I find it fascinating that someone would use that argument and say that it possibly would cancel out. Because I'm saying possibly, because I can't remember if you said that or not, that it would possibly cancel out paranormal activity. To me, is really presumptuous because they go, like I said, they go out of the way to try to prove it doesn't exist. So how could they? in the same breath say that it does exist and this cancels it out and we can prove it you know or 
whatever. It, yeah, that just doesn't sound, something about that just doesn't seem right to me. And I, like I said, not a scientist, not a specialist, not an expert, not nothing. But I don't think you can have one opinion without also having the other. Right. I have an interesting comment in the... We have an interesting comment in the uh, in the chat room, uh, Deborah Ouellette, I, Ouellette, I, I'm Deborah. I, I've seen your name a million times, but I'm not sure how to pronounce it. It's O U E L L E T T E. So I'm going to say Ouellette. Um, she says, uh, as a medium, I've talked to spirits on the other side. We've never discussed this subject. It's it would be interesting to see what spirits' comments would be. So, what about you, Vanessa? You know, as a as a medium, you know, have you ever had this type of discussion with you know spirits on the other side before? It would be very interesting, and I'm actually going to do that now. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have not, yeah, I have not um, at this point. But like I said, I mean, when I have asked them about heaven or hell, and they tell me it doesn't exist, that gets a really weird response from people. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> it would be very interesting to see what what they would say. For, for this particular subject, but I can guarantee I'm going to ask. You know, I will definitely ask because she's abs Diane, she's absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, that would be something that we need to be asking them. Then again, maybe they won't tell us. I don't know, but, oh, it's like Tammy uh, Heitzman said, I get what you're saying, Vanessa. It's like believing in Satan, but not God for Christians. Yeah. Exactly. You know, believing in angels and not demons. You can't. You can't have it both ways. You can't have your cake, Shawna, and eat it too. <laughs> I start that in exactly. chocolate. <laughs> yep, yep, chocolate. He's got to pass some around here. I know, right? Yeah, because now, now I'm craving yeah. it. Mm -mm. And I know what she went to go get too. She went to get that Dove dark chocolate. That's what she. That's what she loves to eat. I sent her a whole and box of Dove chocolate bars one time. <laughs> You're but so case, she did say she threw out there um, for anyone to say 100% without a doubt that something is certain uh, they can't do that nothing is certain we're all guessing here and basing opinions and theories on our personal experiences which is true anything with the paranormal is a theory um, there's, Absolutely. there's nothing exact here um, there's no science behind it because you can't you know, with, with a scientific experiment, you have to, you know, make things repeat over and over and over and over again. You can't do that with the paranormal because you can't make it happen on demand. So, Exactly. As much as people like to think it does, you know, or as much as shows like to act like it does. Yeah. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Uh, Donna Gordon put, uh, as mediums, we're dealing with specific things usually, so not to ask basic philosophical questions. And that's true, Donna. That's true. But I just might have to ask one of those philosophical questions the next time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just have to give it a go. Um, well, maybe let's maybe what I'm asking New York. Um, let's get into. Um, I'm going to throw it out here uh, because it's you know related Mercury retrograde, and I've got the um, you know what happens out in the solar system um, as okay. far as like the way the Earth's orbit, the Mercury's orbit. Uh, moves and basically, you know what's going on with, with the times of the retrograde is because um, Mercury has blown by the Earth because it, you know, rotates so much faster around the Sun than the Earth does. Um, its position in the sky um, looks as if it is is moving in reverse during this time. Um, okay. It's actually not. It's just the way it appears. Um, but during that time, there's for whatever reason, there's a lot of crazy shit happening <laughs> here on Earth. Um, so, you know, that's like a time where, you know, you shouldn't be making big decisions and all that. It, I guess the question of why, you know, why does it work like that? Um, why shouldn't we be doing these different things during this time? It happens like three or four times a year. Well, because Mercury is basically, all, I'm going to use the wrong words for this and someone's going to correct me, trust me. Right. But, uh, is what's responsible for communication and uh, it, when you have electronic devices um, big decisions to make contracts to sign anything like that you're not really supposed to do that during those times because there is a large um, possibility or high possibility of there being a miscommunication of there being a misunderstanding um, you don't get your words across right, they don't get their words across right, right, whatever, you know, but with uh, Mercury being the, you know, our, our symbolism and our, oh shit, y'all know I'm getting this wrong, <laughs> but, uh, 
But, you know, it's basically our, our thing of, of communication, and it does affect it. I'm a living, breathing proof right here. So, and I'm, as I'm sure everybody else has, has had, you know, difficulties and problems with that, um, does that, does, you know, do I think that that could affect communication with spirit? I think it could. Maybe not on their end, but on ours. Again, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't say what would affect them, but I know, you know, to a certain degree what affects us as living, breathing human beings. And if we're affected, uh, you know, by something like that just in the communication between each other, who's to say that, you know, it's, it's not affecting how we understand and communicate with them as well? I think it possibly would. Well, I mean, I certainly think that, you know, if it's affecting us to any sort of degree, then, yeah, certainly it would affect the way we're able to communicate with, uh, you know, with those spirits. But, again, to me, I, I think it... It still comes. Uh, it comes down to whatever is going on with. I'm guessing it's a gravitational thing, um, or I, I don't know. Maybe it's it's the way that you know Mercury being in that path of um, you know between the sun and the Earth. You know, is that affecting like solar flares and, and things like that when when you get those. Um, those flares that come out from the sun and end up hitting the earth and smacking against the ionosphere and affecting a lot of things uh, down here on earth like weather and uh, temperature and all that uh, but that also affects us too but again you're talking about you're talking about charged particles coming from you know the the biggest you know source of energy in our solar system um, I would have to imagine that would also affect you know the spirits on earth and if mercury being in that path whether it's in frontward, backward, whichever direction, if that's affecting those flares, I would imagine it would also have to affect the, um, you know, the spirits down here on Earth as well. Well, and another thing, and you just made me think of it, um, just because of what you were just talking about, and you know, this little ring right here that I've got on, and I guess this one right here too. Um, when you're talking about, you know, what's going on in space and how it affects us and everything, um, the ring that I have on my right hand is one of and that is from the Moldau Valley, where a meteor actually crashed into it about 20,000 years ago, give or take. And the air and minerals around it crystallized. And that is what is in this ring. Um, I just went digging for diamonds and crystals and stuff like that. Um, you know, and, and I have stuff from, from that dig, and that's holding on to that, that energy that's it's been buried in the in the earth, you know, and that came from from out there, you know, um, just like just like this did, you know. So it's I'm taking a long way around it, but it, you know, it makes me wonder. We've also tossed around the idea that maybe one of the realms is outer space. Right. Well, and uh, let's see, Donald Gordon says if it if it can affect us from that far away, I believe she's talking about Mercury. Then why not the Moon? You know, and that that's a great point. You know, you know we ha we talk about the Mercury retrograde all the time. You know, like I said, three to four times a year. So, if we're acknowledging that's a phenomenon that affects us, you know, then why not again? Why not the Moon affecting? You know, that's exactly. the argument, that that argument really against. Which realm they live in? Which plane they live in? No, none of us know that. We have no way of being experts in that. So, to me, it just stands to reason that, you know, it it very well could have could have something to do with it. I mean, we, like I said, you and I have also stated on this show and on other ones that one of the realms might be another planet. It might be outer space. You know, we might hippity-hop over there, you know, <laughs> when we pass away. So, um, and, and by the way, Mercury isn't the only planet to go retrograde. So, well, that's true. There's there's also a Mars and a Venus retrograde. Mm -hmm. so, so, I mean, you have to look at, at all those different things. And it makes you wonder, does a lunar eclipse affect normal activity or uh, um, communication with it? Does a solar eclipse affect it? All of these different things, I mean, they have to, on some level, play some part in it. They really do. To me, it would be very, Mike, you need to get on this. You need to, <laughs> you need to write a book on this. Start doing the research. Okay, you've got time. 
Oh yeah, I got all kinds of time. Right. I think I'm supposed to be doing a shadow person book now from all the shadow person uh, interviews I've had lately. So yeah, I'll get right. I'll get right on the uh, you know the uh, lunar and um, all the retrogrades and all of that stuff. Yeah. After you edit my book. Yes, I have to edit your book first, of course. <laughs> um, I had to do that to you, you know. Of course, of course. But I mean, yeah, you're you're talking about, um, you know, large celestial bodies um, that all have their own gravitational force, that all have some sort of you know effect on the energy within the solar system. You have to you have to understand that you know each um, each body within our solar system has a symbiotic relationship with each other. What happens with one will affect the other. Um, you know, so these are all energies that are, I mean, they're spinning around at, you know, speeds that we can't even fathom. I mean, we just, we look at it as like, okay, you know, it takes a day, but really, I mean, they're, they're spinning um, extremely fast. Um, you know, this is energy that is being built up within each one of these bodies, and they're all affecting each other. You know, again, and so we're talking energy here, and so, you know, that's going to have an effect on, I, I, like I said, I don't believe just us, but also, you know, on these spirits is going to affect their energy as well. You know, whatever plane that they're in, you know, plane of existence, um, you know, our energy touches their energy. You know, at times we've all experienced that. You know, spirit comes up on you. You're feeling that. Okay, that's you're feeling their energy. So, if the sun is also affecting me, if its energy is affecting me, or Mercury's energy is affecting me, or the moon's energy is affecting me, well, it's also it has to be affecting this person's energy too. Because I'm feeling it. I'm feeling them. Now here's another well, here's another uh, uh, point, and I think Andrew put something down here, kind of about it. We're assuming that when we talk about paranormal activity, that we're only talking about ghosts. There's other types of paranormal activity. There's astral travel, okay? <laughs> which, I mean, I know that people have had experiences with that, and they've landed in places that defy explanation, you know? And when you have people across the globe who can recite the same type of situation, but it's a place that in our in our general world doesn't exist, that means it might exist somewhere out there. It would be interesting, you know, to know if, you know, when those happened. Did they did they happen during one of those phases? Was it another planet that they traveled to? I mean there's all different kinds of, of questions that this brings up. It isn't just about can I feel the ghost sitting next to me a little bit better during this time. It's all different types of paranormal activity, which yet again I'm gonna state it again. Paranormal only means alongside normal. Right. right. So what it means, that is the definition of the word, is alongside normal. So if it isn't something that happens in normal daily existence, whether it happens with a ghost or not, it is paranormal. So that we really need to keep the definitions proper. Right here, you know, when we talk about something like this, and realize it's not just about ghosts. Right. Um, everybody may be hearing the fireworks that are going on outside. <laughs> Joe and Rubino just put something yeah, out there about lots that. Lots of okay, lots of booms and bangs and all that. Yeah, nothing I can do about it. Sometimes you guys hear the train. It's like just a mile down the road. Um, it now it's the fireworks. So, um, Lynn's White asked, "Does gravity have anything to do with energy?" Well, I mean, they they are related. Um, you know, the gravitational for force is, you know, a type of, um, I don't want to say it's a type of energy. I mean, they're, they're, they are two different things, but they're related. Um, because, you know, gravity, I mean, you think of something, um, you know, kind of like all the depictions, you know, you get something spinning, 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 and it creates a gravitational force um, that pulls things into it. But it takes an energy to make that thing spin. So they're all related. Yeah. Yeah, energy is energy. <laughs> you know, it just depends on how it's delivered. Um, but, yeah, everybody's talking about fireworks now. <laughs> yeah. But, but, 
Uh, yeah, I'm not getting shot at. I'm, you know. <laughs> Always good to know. Yeah. Always good to know. Um, yeah, they were setting them off in Gwen's neighborhood last night at about 1 o'clock in the morning. If it was me, I'd have been out there with a the damn shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they started them right when it hit midnight July 1st. They were out there firing them off. So. Uh-uh. Yeah. I mean, if, if, no, if I had a if I had a baby in the household, I would have been out there and be like, "Hey, you guys need to knock it off and waking up the baby." But I don't. Exactly right. <laughs> now I wonder, um, and you and I talked about this uh, before the show started. Uh, those who live in coastal regions or near large bodies of water, um, you know, and how Lee has talked about, you know, being able to get uh, certain spirit communication through water. It makes me wonder. Uh, is there any documentation or um, any records, so to speak, of those areas? And, and do they have a higher level of paranormal activity, UFO activity, Bigfoot sightings, whatever you want to call it? Anything again along the side of normal um, during you know particular moon phases? I think that would be something really interesting to look up and maybe check into. It could be just more fuel for the fire for the conversation to see, you know. If, in fact, you can almost prove it that way. Right. Um, we do have a question from the chat room. Um, is that a ghosty staring at the Mad Hatters from the couch? Yes, it is a ghosty. And uh, I think the question is, you see that? I need a ghosty. Tell me, can I buy one? Yes, you can. You can buy one. It's available at hardroadmedia.com. Just click into the shop. Actually, on the uh, left-hand bar, you'll see um, the uh, the picture for Ghosty. You can click on that too, and that is from AT2 or AT2, which whichever way AT2, whichever way you pronounce it. But yes, to answer your question. Yep, that's Ghosty. And um, I just knocked him down. <laughs> uh, he is the Auto Road Media mascot. So and he also has a Facebook page, um, Facebook.com/slash Ghosty HRM, um, and we encourage people to take their selfies with Ghosty, and we post them out there. Uh, we also do a Where's Ghosty game. So uh, Ghosty's very cool. If you don't have one, you need to get one. Ghosty likes pizza. Yep, that's Ghosty likes pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so that is our midway point of the show: blatant self-promotion. Thank you for encouraging that. At two. <laughs> We actually went a little later. It's, it's, a, it's a little past that. Um, and and thank you, uh, Shauna and Linz, for saying uh, go to Hunter Road Media. So, yeah, the website and all that stuff. There you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, my Shana, and Shauna's got all the stuff right there. Yep. Yeah, thank you. Chat shenanigans. With optional sock. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not laughing. And yeah, yeah optional sock. I, I need to find yeah. a sock. He needs. Where is his sock? Oh, I gotta find one. <laughs> yeah, my, my my purple polka dotted one's in the in the wash. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Um, he needs his socks for all of his ectogasms. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I had to go. Kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it on. to this, and they might not have looked at it in this particular way, but um, I have a friend who has access to one of, uh, or has, has an, an account or something on one of the, uh, the government UFO websites okay. for sites, and it gives dates and times of when people have recorded them, so that actually would be kind of easy to yeah, see if there is any kind of uh, correlation or connection between those types of sightings and the moon phases, Mercury retrograde, Venus, or whatnot, um, lunar eclipse, all of that stuff. 
it kind of be easier to go on there? Because we, you know, you can just Google it now and say, hey, what was the moon phase for March 2016? Because yep. I did it, you know. And um, we actually well, might know, be able to get some information on that. You know, it, it's interesting. You know, I think back at an old group that I was involved with years ago. Um, on the, uh, we would put together these documents of, um, you know, of the cases. And one of the things that was always on there, on the document, was the moon phase. And I don't think we ever actually did any correlation of, you know, between cases, you know, what was going on. I think we just always looked at, you know, that particular case, and it was on there. I was like, okay, there it was. But um, now thinking back on it, and maybe this is just kind of like, you know, experience through the years, we should have done something like that. You know, actually, you know, come up with some metrics of, you know, correlating, okay, what, kind, what type of activity were we happening during this investigation? What was the moon phase? Or was there anything else going on like Mercury retrograde or Mars or Venus or whatever was going on in the heavens and see if we could draw some sort of correlation of what was going on in the investigation, you know, between these different uh, phases of celestial bodies. Mm -hmm. More than like, uh, I believe it's, uh, we said devil, roulette, um, yes. She's going to have to let you know how to say her name. Yeah. She says uh, she believes the Shag Harbor, she says USO, but I think she means UFO, incident happened during a full or possibly new moon period, which I, I find fascinating. That's something that I'm actually going to look up. Because if, you know, if we can hit some of those websites and actually see some of the documentation and just get the dates, they're not going to have when it was. But if we have the dates, we can find out. Yeah. And that's just more research going, you know, towards a possible answer. I think that's brilliant. I'm so glad you put that on. I'm going to have to uh, look back at the last 25 years. and <laughs> Can't be that hard. You Google everything. Well, you can get... I can Google all the moon stuff. Yeah, it's there. Um, the hard part will be the dates of the investigations. <laughs> Not really. You know, hey, you know how Facebook is now? Oh, okay. post everything. True. And it's, it's all in dates. And it, you know, you can go you can go into Google more than likely. I've got you on my computer and my phone right now, so I can't. But if you could put per, just Google paranormal sightings. I'm glad our lives are such an open book. I'm glad our lives are such an open book. It's almost a little bit scary, but I'm gonna lie to you. Um, but yeah, you put in paranormal sightings. Yes, X group, hang on a second. Yes, X group home kid. The, the secret password for tonight is ectogasm. Oh, shit. <laughs> if you want to get into the club, that's the password. You don't want to be part of the club. I'm going to use that, I'm going to use that as a promo code for some books. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, yeah. Y'all see, I get, I get on this train of thought, and y'all just... Yep. Toss out the ectogasm and I'll hop right off that train. Okay? Totally annihilated your train of thought, I know. But, you know, I've got to keep up with what's going on in the chat, too. So. I know, I know. And I apologize for anyone watching if I'm playing yeah. with my hair. While Our Darla says, or a secret handshake. But, yes, wash your hand first. Ew! <laughs> Legend that um, you know Mark Twain, the year he was born, 
Haley's Comet of the Year, he passed away, Haley's Comet, and throughout his life he always, you know, talked about, bragged about coming into this world with Haley's Comet. And uh -huh. sure enough, he went out. So, um, and that just might be, you know, some bit of irony. I mean, I don't usually believe, believe in coincidences, but, um, you know, Haley's Comet is one that we can always rely on, um, you know, coming at a specific period of time. Um, last came during the uh, early 1980s, so we're not going to see it again for a long time. Um, but does something like that, that's, um, I mean, you can count on that one, but there's other comments and, and whatnot, you know, does a flyby of one of those affect things here on Earth? I, I would say that it could, absolutely. Um, oh, uh, by, by the way, Deborah uh, uh, said that actually it was meant to be USO. Um, let me tell her thank you here real quick and tell you what she said. Um, she said, Vanessa, USO stands for Unidentified Submerged Object. The incident involved witnesses seeing a flowing object go from the sky into the water. So that makes that makes more sense to me, and I'm so glad that she corrected me on that. Um, that that's interesting. Now, she also, just now that I know what this actually means, real quick, just because it's popping in my head before y'all start getting all perverted on me again, um, it makes me wonder, uh, other sightings that, um, you know, happen in the water or, or around them because it is affected by, by uh, the pools of the moon and everything, if maybe certain things are, are more visible um, due to the tide and, and, the, and the pool of the moon that are water-based during those times. You know what I mean? Um, I'm just going to go ahead and jump down that damn hole. Oh, sea creatures, shit like that. Sure. You know, I mean, it makes you wonder. I know that, you know, they, well, to a certain degree, they um, they disproved all the Loch Ness stuff, you know, just because of, you know, people faking and shit like that. They ruined it for yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Fakers hurt. But that doesn't, yeah, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't exist. It's something along It may have existed at one time, you know. It may not exist uh, now. It may, I mean, you know, there may have been that sighting from a long time ago. I mean, maybe that photo is legit. But maybe that was the last days of the Loch Ness Monster, and it died shortly thereafter. We don't know. Um, you know I, but it does, does make you wonder. Lee had, Lee had a lot of issues in his, in his book, from what I've read, dealing with the water. He needs to yeah. go back to check out some of those dates and see if there was any correlation. You never know there could be, especially, <coughs> especially since you know, he is so heavily involved with the water. Um, yeah, I sure, I'm sure he has to look at some of that stuff. You know, he's he's got to be looking at timetables and, and things like that. So, and you yes, Carrie Parrish, we do see your posts. So, but you would, but he might not have ever looked at it in a paranormal aspect. You and I have been doing this our whole lives, pretty much, and we never did. Sure enough. Sure enough. You know, so I mean, that's that's something to think about. I have to message him, not right now, but I will. And just see, and oh, by the way, there are, there are new people in the chat who have no idea where the ectogasm thing came from. That's, so, um... Go ahead, Mike, you take it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the whole, the whole ectogasm thing, I mean, that's Shauna's story, so she can tell you in the chat, but, sorry, the laughing is still affecting me. Um, but basically that was an investigation of hers at the uh, old cafe in Campsville. Um... It's closed now, so you can't get in. But um, the show that she was on, or I guess, no, that was the, never mind, that was Groups of Wrath. But in the cafe, there was an incident where um, one of the investigators uh, felt something like that um, happen to her. Um, I guess there was that sound. Uh, you, you really wanted me to tell the story. It's, it's Shama's story. Um, but there was that sound, like on the audio, of, and then, <laughs> so there you go. That's ectogasm. We'll just have to queue up. There, there's a, uh, there's an edge of the rabbit hole episode, um, 
I forget what the beginning part of the show was, but you'll see whatever it was and ectogasm. So, just look yeah. at it. Just in in the YouTube search, just look up ectogasm, and you will come across that episode. Watch it. It's you'll get the whole story. It's just all kinds wrong. <laughs> <coughs> I'm still laughing, or still yeah, coughing from that laugh. You're still coughing, too. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I... So, Shawna says she's going to get the pictures from that day. I, I, I've i long desired to see the pictures from that day, so please, Shawna. We want we want to see what was going on. It's got ghost porn. It is ghost porn. It's ghost porn. You know what? We might be on to something. That's, that could be a million-dollar thing. Not the type of industry I wanted to get into. Oh, come on. You know you love it. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. Was that, a, was that a shadow person? What, was that shadow people in Ectogasm? I can't remember. I think I think actually it was. It may have been. I think it was. Yeah, shadow. So, <laughs> Figures. Yeah, that would make shadow sense. People. Yeah, I think it was because you were talking about the shadow person um, that had come to the end of your bed. Yeah. So I want to say that, that, that that's true. And we were trying to decide whether or not all, all shadow people, purely, right there, right there. Um, whether they were, you know, all good, all evil, or whatnot. Um, right. Yes, I, I think it might be. I think it might be. Um, no good gravy. Yeah, that's just, damn. Y'all just got me on that one. Um, Deborah says I, that we should do a comedy open night, mic night. <laughs> <laughs> I would, <coughs> I'd end up coughing the whole second half. Well, Act 2 came up with another one. <laughs> Shit. Shadowgasm. <laughs> there you go, Shadowgasm. <laughs> that's not what happened. I was, oh, not, I was, not, I was not defiled. <laughs> Actually, the shadow person just crossed my arms across my body and ran off down the hall. So, but so I was not defiled. It wasn't a shadow gasm. It was just weird. Not that time. <laughs> so, but you know, kind of back on the subject, that kind of makes you wonder. You know, is there perhaps increased activity with something like shadow people? You know, on the night of a full moon, or you know, maybe maybe it's a new moon. You know, whatever. You know, is there some sort of correlation between that type of activity and what's going on with the moon? I, I still I still believe it. It very well could be. I, I do. But like I said, I'm going to go ahead and say what I said at the beginning of the show that I I'm not so certain that it increases their activity as much as it increases our acceptance of it and our willingness to acknowledge it or more openness to it. Um, well, I certainly do I'm, believe it affects us because a lot of us just go absolutely nutso on the night of full moon, especially young children in school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This gal right here, yeah, um, I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place um, during a full moon. I'm, I mean, I, I'm pretty open anyway, but I'm wide the fuck open man. You know, so I mean, that's I mean, you can ask when. That's a fact. So it it wouldn't surprise me one bit. So so your so your stance is that um, you believe it affects us, but not so much the spirits. And so, so I, in, I in my stance, that. my stance is going to believe it affects. We can have differences because it's just all theory, and I believe it affects both. Um, just because I believe that that um, that gravitational pull is going to affect, um, it's going to affect the Earth. It's going to affect the energy on Earth, and I I believe that gravity uh, does cross the uh, interdimensional planes and can also affect the spirits and entities on those planes. I can see that. I can see that. And like I said, I, I am by no means an expert in this, nor do I claim to have all the answers. Um, but I can say, without a doubt, that I know, excuse my book, sorry, that I know it affects me on a paranormal level. That, that I know. So that is a guarantee that I can actually 
I can actually say that with knowledge and know that it affects me. Um, but I, at this point, I don't have any concrete evidence that it affects the other. Okay. But that doesn't mean that that concrete evidence isn't out there. Well, sure. Yeah. Um, Andrew. <coughs> Again, it's going to take an hour for me to get rid of this. Um, Andrew asks, what about full moons and UFOs? That's what I was saying. So, I, I mean, I guess the moon would um, give them more light to, to navigate by. Well, I mean, it's for me, I, I think what, that it's more of a situation of, uh, like you were talking about gravitational pull, whatever, you know, it, does, it, does it make it? Does it make entry here easier? Right. All different kinds of scientific, you know, reasoning behind that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just there's there's no way to know. But there is there there are ways to possibly research it and just to check and see. Like I said, the, the website that my friend knows of that has a listing of all the different um, reports. Right. Check those by date. Well, yeah, that's I, what you're saying that they would have. On <clears throat> the UFO reports, uh, those correlations, yeah. Well, I did find out just uh, a couple, couple, two, three weeks ago that this same friend, that me, him, and another guy, and none of us knew each other at this time, none of us knew each other, actually had the same experience <coughs> with Ken Horatius here in Oklahoma years ago. So, Carrie Parrish is responding to my... Uh, my statement about gravity says I don't think gravity changes. I'm not saying gravity changes. Um, I'm saying that gravity has an effect on Earth, has an effect on us, and I believe crosses the uh, the different dimensions. So therefore, would have an effect on entities within those other dimensions, just like gravity has an effect on us. Yeah, I see what you're saying there. Absolutely, yeah. I'm not and saying gravity can't. changes. Yeah. Um, again, we've we've talked about this a lot. You know, uh, we don't know. We know that there are other realms. There has to be some place for them to be, but we yeah. don't know where they are. We don't know how many there are. We don't know, you know, <clears throat> where where they come from or where they're going to. We don't know any of that. So it, it just stands to reason that the best thing to do, even if you disagree with it, is to keep your mind open to the possibility that it, it can be affected by it. Um, if you believe that it is, you could use that to your advantage. You know, if you're somebody like myself who is not only pagan, but I'm a practicing witch, I use the moon phases and anything else that has to do with it to my advantage. You know, yeah. so if it's going to help me get a better communication with whatever is out there, I'm going to use it. And it doesn't really matter whether other people believe in it or not, as, as long as I do. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's true. It's, <clears throat> because what works for you is what works for you. You know, if you believe in it and you feel like you're doing the right thing with it, then... Right. Um, and Carrie's responded back with, uh, but gravity would have to exist in each dimension, the gravity in, in this dimension wouldn't be present in another, and I absolutely disagree with that. We are currently in four different dimensions that we know of. <clears throat> There's the first dimension is a plane, um, basically a flat plane like a line, okay? That, uh, the gravity exists with that, that dimension too. Um, the uh, second dimension um, is a, uh, is a, is a line, is a, is a two-dimensional object, right? <clears throat> I'm sorry. One dimension would be a line, um, two dimension would be a plane, three-dimensional object, well here's a three-dimensional object, there's a three-dimensional object. Fourth dimension is time that we're currently observing from. Gravity is the same within all those dimensions. Um, so for other dimensions, fifth, sixth, seventh, gravity would still exist within those dimensions. So. Well, and we also, we can't state without a fact that it doesn't exist <coughs> that we don't know exists. We, we, right. can't, we can't say, well, you know, well, I haven't seen that, or, or I don't know what that realm of that dimension is, so it can't exist in that. We can't say that. <laughs> Unless you've been there and you've been a part of it, you can't say that, you know? Right, you know, we, we don't, know, we don't exactly know the other dimensions and how they're observed. I mean, there's theories about, like, um, you know, being in the fifth dimension, that scene, uh, 
you know, the fourth dimension time as a tesseract, um, which they've kind of built a model of, you know, a 3D object with other kind of 3D objects around it, which I kind of think is a little fudging it um, to build a, a 3D object on top of a 3D object. But, um, you know, the theory is that you would be able to <clears throat> observe time like we observe a three-dimensional object. So it's, it's an interesting theory, but throughout that, you know, just like through the four dimensions that we exist in, that gravity, re, you know, is reactive <coughs> on each of those um, types of objects that, you know, it would still continue on upward, that gravity would, you know, affect uh, the same throughout. Okay. So that's why I'm saying that a being in another dimension would still be affected by gravity the same way that we are. There you go. I'm good with that. Shit, Mike, we're two minutes over. Um, yeah, we are. <clears throat> but, but they always call for extra time. I know. But um, I'm gonna I'm actually going to address Kelly here real quick. He put something in here. Um, dimensions are unique to each universe in which they exist. That may or may not be true. <clears throat> and unless we visit it. Well, I'm not talking about other universes. I'm talking about the universe that we live in. So. Yeah. Well, no, what, what I'm saying on this is that may or may not be true, but if we have not traveled there and been a part of it, we can't say for certain that it doesn't exist any more than we can say that it does. You know, so to, to automatically assume the negative and say that it doesn't exist, um, I can't do that. No. I'd rather stay open and... <clears throat> believe that, that it does and until I prove until it's proven otherwise to me. To me it's easier and well not easier. To me it's better to disprove something it is, than it is to have to prove it. Well you know I usually. ask you for forgiveness instead of permission. <clears throat> <laughs> you know? I have to stay that open to do what I do. Um Ether Shadow says <clears throat> about six days before full moon I've noticed I'm able to achieve OBEs, out of body experience or astral astro travel more fluently, and yes, Shauna, I will get some tea for this afterwards. She had a whole thing about tea and peppermint and all that stuff within there. I did see all that, so I will. <clears throat> yeah, she so, was telling you to do that. But, but uh, uh, yeah, so Ether Shadow, six days before full moon, notice been able to achieve OB. So, <clears throat> according to Ether Shadow, he's experiencing um, a greater ability to be able to do things of this nature as it gets closer to uh, a full moon. So, <clears throat> I guess the same thing would be in the uh, in the waning as it, as it's going away from the full moon for up to six days afterward. Mm -hmm. I can I can totally see that. That's why when we were talking earlier, I said you know when we're talking about paranormal, we need to make sure that it's not limited to just ghosts. You know, it's anything again along the side of normal. And OBEs are definitely that. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's you know like I said, Bigfoot sightings, UFOs, astral travel, OBEs, whatever you want to call it. Um, any one of those things, and it depends on the person too, you know, can be affected by it. I, I do believe that. Well, yeah, I mean, I believe we're each affected differently, <clears throat> you know, for, for sure, um, because I think we uh, all experience the supernatural and paranormal a little bit differently than each other. I mean, just, you know, you know, Shama and I, for instance, she sees apparitions more than she sees uh, shadows and I'm the opposite where I see more shadows than I see apparitions so we each experience those realms a little differently um, so certainly these different things would affect each of us a little differently oh great, agreed completely um, yeah I mean I I can definitely see that I, it really, and <laughs> this is going to sound kind of strange but it just depends on uh, almost the time of day for me, as to what I see more of, what I hear more of, mm -hmm. you know, things like that. Um, I don't know if that's just because of internal shielding with work and everything, um, but it but it, it does happen that way. I mean, I don't know if that has, you know, uh, this, the setting of the sun and the rising of the moon, if that has any effect on that, but I guess it definitely could. It yeah. doesn't necessarily have to be full. So, Joanne Rubino asks, is there an eighth dimension? <clears throat> Um, physicists, this is from the scientific community, physicists, if I can pronounce things correctly, um, take it to an atomic level and believe at this point it, there are ten dimensions. So, but that gets down to like a very atomic molecular type of level when they get to that point. So, um, 
that's scientific theory right now. Again, this is actually theory um, as far as those other dimensions, but they at this point believe in 10. Wow. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I need to get some more <laughs> <laughs> So, and, and that's all, and that's all, you know, open to interpret, interpretation, debate, because, um, you know, it's actually, you know, it goes all into string theory and all that stuff, but it's, you know, kind of difficult to be able to prove those other dimensions because we can't access them. So, yeah. it's all based on theory at this point. <clears throat> but that's okay. You know, that's how we learn and that's you know how we're growing and everything so I don't have a problem with that um, but I am going to start looking into some of the things that we've discussed on here you know I'm going to hit a couple of those websites check some things out and just yep. see if maybe we can't get something tangible to look at and see if there's any if there's you know any truth to it I'm curious I really want to know and I and when I saw what the what the topic was for this it had never occurred to me it never occurred to me to think the two could be related. So thank you for that. Thank you for opening me up to that because, you know, I was just stuck in my own little universe there. <laughs> right, right. That's so, me. Cool. Well, let's go ahead. It's it's sitting after. I know your dog probably needs to uh, do its thing. This is it is usually pretty prompt um, at about ten thirty. Well, nine thirty your time to uh, go do its thing. So. Um, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, really want to thank everybody for joining us tonight. Um, yeah, check out Look Up Ectogasm. <laughs> and it looks like you've come up with about 10 different variations of spellings within the chat. Um, <clears throat> Ectogasm. Just look that one up. I think it was Shadow People and Ectogasm. And Vanessa's gone again. Um, and then by all means, we have a bunch of links um, down below. Go check them out as far as like how to get uh, Ghosty, how to get the Edge of the Rabbit Hole Mad Hatters t-shirt, all you crazy Mad Hatters out there. Had a great time tonight. Um, and then, you know, the books and everything are in there as well. And also the link for uh, Patreon is in there as well. And there's a lot of cool perks and stuff out there at Patreon, so go check that out. A lot of, and a lot of things will be coming on that too. So it's a very, very cool way to be able to interact with you guys. Um, what else we need? Oh, we gotta do the shout-outs. Let's get to the shout-outs. So, of course, in, is the chat screen going to come up? There we go. So, of course, a fantastic big shout-out and thank you to Shauna, our chat shenanigator. shenanigator I can't even talk because of his throat. <coughs> our, ch our chat shenanigator. Thank you, my love. <laughs> uh, there's Andrew Cox, uh, Danella Daywood Love, uh, Ether Shadow, Tammy Heitzman, uh, Robert White, thank you for visiting us from Australia again. Um, at two, thanks for joining us tonight for your questions, and you know I hope you, <laughs> I hope you're all right with ectogasms there. Uh, Diane Hilbert, thank you very much as always for joining us. Tammy Heitzman, thank you. Uh, Tina Olzak, thank you for joining us. Jin L, thank you. Uh, Lince White as well. Uh, Donna Gordon, and I know Tammy Sifford was in here earlier; she had to leave. <clears throat> Carrie Parrish, thank you for joining us again tonight. Even though we do differ on opinions there. Um, it happens. It's the paranormal. There's going to be different opinions. Joanne Rubino, thank you for your questions tonight. Um, who else do we have in here? I know I saw Adam Tillery earlier, so I'll give him a shout-out. Um, our fantastic artist there. Uh, Dara Waltz, uh, thank you for joining us this evening. And um, anybody that I have forgotten, Mary S., um, thanks for joining us tonight. Deborah uh, Olet, Olet, we're going to have to get your pronunciation from you. <clears throat> thanks for joining us. At two, Ether Shadow. Did I, I thought I said Ether Shadow earlier. Oh, I couldn't remember. <clears throat> uh, yeah, I thought he was one of the first ones, but I could be wrong. So Ether Shadow, of course. Um, and I'm scrolling up. So if I missed your name, of course, you know, don't be offended. There's a lot of people in the chat, so, um... Yeah, there's Adam. You were listening the whole time. You're still there. All right. You just went uh, incognito on us. <coughs> I'm going to have to get that to you. Yeah, you have to get that looked at. No, it's just I started laughing and it irritated my throat. 
Okay. That's how that happened. It was just it was from laughing, seriously. Oh, Shauna's book, Lamb over there, oh my god, I started busting the gut reading that thing and this happened where <clears throat> I had to stop reading it because I was laughing so much and I couldn't I just start coughing for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> No. It's okay. Yep. But I didn't need to go walk my little girl. Long, long L Michael. So I have it right. Okay, that's Deborah. Long, long. Is that it? I guess that's an L. Long L Michael. So I have it right. Okay. You see that? Uh. -uh. I've already taken it off the chat. Okay. <clears throat> we'll figure it out. So okay. Well. Here's the moon one last time. Look at that cool looking. I like that moon. It's pretty. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we both need rest. Yeah, definitely. So, um, for everybody in America, I know we have some from overseas, but everybody in America, have a, a happy and safe holiday tomorrow. This was a um, special Monday edition of the show. We'll be back to Tuesday nights next week so tuesday night uh 9 30 p.m we're gonna have andrea perrin on so that's going to be a great show um andrea is a fantastic friend and she's always wonderful to talk to so, she's a beautiful woman she is she is so <coughs> looking forward to that if i can make it through this one um yeah and uh and for you know everybody overseas you know we thank you for for coming out we just we had to do this one today because the holiday tomorrow nobody's going to be on so um, so we do appreciate those that were able to come out today. We know that some weren't able to make it out, you know, because they're busy with family and friends in, in doing what you do. It's a holiday, so yeah. Um, all right, that's gonna wrap it up. Um, everybody have a uh, everybody have a great one. Till next time. Bye.